0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply. We got the voice of the Golden Gophers, Mike Grimm, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Mike, how you doing today?
0: I am great, and I am all in on Quick Trip. I'm telling you.
1: They're uh, over there, never, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I've want to buy four blocks from my house, and I think most of my uh, paltry uh, game check goes to them in some way, shape, or
1: form. I was going to ask. Now I know Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, does a lot of stuff with Quick Trip. Have they snagged you yet? Mike Grimm, the voice of the Mighty Golden Gophers and the Resurgence of Football, is one of the voices of Quick Trip.
0: I, I have. I do. I have not uh, taken on the endorsement of Quick Trip, so this was an unpaid advertisement on my part. But I, I do love Quick Trip. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and maybe now I should. Uh, <laughs> I make the pitch that uh, they they
1: should have me as a spokesman. Well, I know uh, they listen to us over in La Crosse, Wisconsin, because that's where one of my affiliates are. So uh, they could be listening right now. Your phone could ring when we get off here. So just pay attention to it. Mike, uh, tell me about this season, because this has been a resurgence of gopher football, and it came on in a big, big way. Started at the end of last season and rolled into this season. Obviously, uh, a tough loss that you took uh, uh, last week. But nevertheless, still a big season for gopher football.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been, obviously for me personally, it's been fun because there's just been so many, uh, memorable moments, good plays, big touchdowns, um, the situation with, uh, with Casey O'Brien, who is, you know, the third team holder on this team that's a four time cancer survivor. And, uh, he just won the, the spirit award, uh, given out to the, the player or coach that shows the most courage and spirit. So, with all of that, it's, it's just been an incredible year. And then the wins obviously are part of that. And 10 wins for the first time since 1905. Now, I, I will grant you that, that for a long time, they only played eight games, right? Right. Uh, forever. So, it's not like, you know, it's that impressive. But since 1970, they've played 10 or more games. So, that's, you know, that's the first re- time in the regular season they've done it since 1905. I, I, I mean, like every week. Bill, I'm reading something off my, uh, off my play chart that first time since 61, first time since 49, first time since 05, which is 115 years ago. So um, it means that there must be a lot of, of, of new and unique and fun things happening to the program.
1: So uh, two concerns, obviously, if you're a Golden Gopher fan. One is, is that your head coach could be pirated by somebody else. Is that, uh, is that one of those fears that's circulating there right now?
0: Uh, less now than it was. Uh, after the week leading into the Penn State game, he signed a, he signed a seven-year contract extension, and uh, with that extension came a, a $10 million buyout through the first full season. So that, And that contract will start next year. So basically through next year, if somebody wants him, if Florida State wants him, um, they're going to have to pay Minnesota ten mil and then pay him something over five because he's making four seven under the new contract so i I think he's here for for at least a couple more years i also think this um i I don't want to speak for him or put words in his mouth and and, you know i I, obviously i'm around him a lot but i'm not going to claim that i know the inner mind of, of pj fleck but i do think there's a part of him that wants to build something unique at a unique place i mean this guy is a unique guy i don't have guys that, right? Um, I mean, I like him. Obviously, I'm around him. I see him. I I think everything uh, has substance to it. I know there's some folks that might think that there's more sizzle than steak, but um, I'm around it enough to know that that there's some real parts to this thing that are are happening here, and this is part of why they've won 10 games. So I I do think there's a a unique piece of him that wants to be a unique guy at a unique place. Um, Again, this is putting a few words in his mouth. I think he might want to be minnesota's barry alvarez if that makes sense mm-hmm. now good could, could some big time program oregon or usc or somebody come and poach him uh, of course they could and, and it'd be hard to turn down um you know he's his wife's from michigan so if, if harbaugh goes to the nfl I, the other thing is some of these programs are they uh, is michigan going to say sure come over and you can hang-roll-the-boat gear and put an oar on the helmet. I mean, there are only certain number of places that probably are going to allow a coach to do that. Minnesota is one of those, so I think that's part of the uniqueness as well.
1: Uh, another aspect of this, and I don't think a lot of people realize it, is the, it, I love rivalry weekend. I love Ohio, I mean, obviously, being from Ohio State, I love Ohio State-Michigan. I love the Iron Bowl and the, and the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. This is the last time for a while that it's going to be the finale of the season. There's a little bit specialness that's going to be uh, going to kind of be lost in this game once it moves to a uh, you know mid. I think in October is when they're going to start playing this game between these two franchises, right?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's just a two-year deal. That was a Nebraska situation that uh, uh, the old AD at Nebraska, who has since been fired, felt that Iowa wasn't a worthy opponent for rivalry week, even though the Hawkeyes, I think, have now won about five in a row against the Cornhuskers and now mm-hmm. scored them like a million to ten. Um, but at the time that they made the decision, he felt it was not, um, Iowa was not worthy of Nebraska, so um, they, they added Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how that all went. I think Wisconsin, uh, I, I think Nebraska and Wisconsin will play the last game of the year now maybe for a couple of years, and I, I forget how it all goes, but uh, bottom line is, uh, I think it's a two-year hiatus, and then I think Wisconsin-Minnesota comes back on two years from now.
1: Now, I know we're going to get into the X's and O's coming up here in a minute, but uh, this is such a big game. College game day is coming. Um, it's been a while. I, you know, my assumption is is that the campus is off the hook, right?
0: Yeah, a while meaning ever. It's never been to Minnesota before. This is the first time. I didn't realize
1: that it coast. was forever. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Yeah.
0: There's only now um, seven... Power Five schools that have not had it. Minnesota was 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 eighth to last to get it, uh, and, and and it's funny because this year I think there's about four that got checked off the list. It was like I think Iowa State had never had it. They got it. Um, I forget who else, a couple of others. But uh, Minnesota was eighth to last. I think there's only seven now left that that haven't had it. I think Illinois won one in the Big Ten and. Uh, Rutgers is one in the Big Ten, and uh, yeah, Syracuse is never. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, uh, there, yeah, so, yes, off the hook. The only downer, Bill, is that uh, there, there's about eight inches of snow that fell overnight here, and there's supposed to be a little more snow and rain coming Saturday. Uh, so that I, I don't think it will impact the attendance of the game. Tickets on the secondary market are, are crazy. It's like at 200 bucks to, yeah. to just get into the game right now if you want to go. So, uh, you know, if you have tickets and you're investing that kind of money, you're going to go. I don't know if you're going to crawl out of bed at 6 in the morning to get to an 8 o'clock show if there's a couple of inches of snow on the roads, but I'll bet there'll be thousands. I mean, you know, is it going to be more than 4,000, five, 6,000 there? I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, yeah, its I mean, people are excited. You know who's the most excited is Fleck. I mean, he's going nuts about it. I mean, this is something he can use as a recruiting tool. It obviously indicates that his program's relevant, that he's, he's made it something that people uh, want to pay attention to uh obviously Wisconsin has a role in that uh you know with a chance to go to the Big 10 title game so uh, it's this for Minnesota on that side of the rivalry is the biggest this is the biggest game for Minnesota probably since 1961 or 62
1: it's interesting uh, because uh, something Chris Orr, the Wisconsin Badgers, had said uh, back during media day. He said, I mean, it's cool that uh, that's how they want to use it. Talking about Minnesota, how they want to look at one game, one trophy game, to turn around your entire program. I don't know if that's something I would do unless I, like, won the Big Ten championship. And here we are for a game that would then put you into the Big Ten championship. I don't know if he knew he was prophetic at the time. But uh, now we sit here with this rivalry. Now we sit here with this thing all amped up. Uh, you've got uh, your quarterback, uh, Tanner Morgan, having a hell of a year this year. What has, has Fleck done to kind of kind of mold him into the quarterback that he is this season?
0: Well, it, it, he's, he's a, first of all, he's a great story. He was committed to Western Michigan to play for Fleck coming out of the Cincinnati area, Union, Kentucky. Yep. Um, and and – they were, they were literally having – he was going to graduate midterm so he could enroll early like all these quarterbacks do now. And so it was like late December, early January. I don't know exactly when. And they're having his graduation party. They've got Western Michigan posters hanging all over. They've got a cake with a Bronco on it. And during that party, P.J. Fleck calls him and says, hey, um, I'm leaving. I'm taking the Minnesota job would you like to come to Minnesota? They've never been in the state of Minnesota. They were they, the car was packed to leave to Kalamazoo the next morning. Tanner Morgan and his family, instead of taking a right at Chicago, take a left at Chicago and go to Minnesota instead of Western Michigan. And sight unseen, he enrolls a few days later. And now here, you know, whatever, two years later, uh, he's having one of the best years. And when it's all said and done, Bill, this is statistically will be the best year a quarterback's ever had. And he's just a redshirt sophomore. And there was no guarantee he was going to be the starter at the start of the year. So um, he, he's just he, he's just a remarkable kid. He's a little, I mean, and I mean this in a, in a cool way. He's, he's like a little mini PJ Fleck. I mean, when you hear him talk and you read what he says in the transcript of his press conferences, if I put it in front of your desk and said, hey, who said this? You'd read it and say, well, that's PJ Fleck's transcript, right? And it's like, no, that's his quarterback. And I think that's all part of it. You know, you got to be on board. This is a, a unique approach by a unique head coach and those guys have to buy in. And when the quarterback's bought in like he has, um, everyone's going to come along for the ride.
1: So before I let you go, uh, coming out of last week, uh, I guess what is the thought of this team? It was a tough, heartbreaking loss uh, to Iowa. Then you you come back, you kind of rebound, if you will. You get that big win over Northwestern on the road, which is not an easy place to play. It's just got a weird atmosphere there. But you feel like you've righted the ship. Do they feel like they're back on track after losing uh, against Iowa?
0: Yeah, I think so. I I, I thought that the big concern was, as weird as this sounds for for football – that was the first when they lost at Iowa. That was the first loss that they had suffered in one day, short of a calendar year. I mean, think of a 364 days a go for football team hadn't lost a game. Uh, so my, I wondered, you know, there was a lot of, you know, the Penn State game and a lot of hype and all this stuff. How would they react at that? Was that a balloon burst or was that just a bump in the road? And they came out and scored 21 points in 18 minutes at Northwestern. And I get it, Northwestern is a little off this year. But, like you said, that's a tough place to play. The atmosphere is weird. Coming off of a loss, I wasn't sure. And they they dropped 21 points right off the bat. It was 21-zip three minutes into the second quarter. And I thought, okay, I think they they feel pretty good about it. And I think they feel good about where they're at. And even with that Iowa game, um, it was the only game this year that they struggled to score. They moved the ball. They had, like, 425 yards against one of the league's best defenses. But, uh, they they turned it over on downs inside the ten yard line. They missed a field goal inside the ten. And when most of the year they had been scoring touchdowns in those situations, they didn't. So I even think coming out of that Iowa game, they didn't feel. I don't think they felt like they um, lost anything. I think they felt like they they did themselves in with drop passes and uh, you know and all of that. So I think they feel pretty good. I, and I also think it doesn't hurt PJ Fleck and the coaching staff that they're a three point underdog here to to continue to kind of write that you know no one thinks we're any good card which they've been able to cash a few times this year
1: mike it's a pleasure uh look for your phone to ring i'm sure somebody from quick trip is going to call you any minute now to be the voice spokesperson over there on campus for them and then we will chat again soon okay awesome sounds good always enjoy it thank you all right buddy talk to you later There you go mike Grimm, voice of the minnesota golden gophers big one coming up this week and yeah this is kind of sad man that this is i i love the end of the season for paul bunyan's axe it sucks that it's not going to happen for the next couple of years it just does. It just it's just weird. You would never move the Ohio State Michigan game. You would never move the Alabama Auburn game. You would never move those games. This one shouldn't be moved. Shouldn't be moved. I, I protest. Somebody in the Big Ten's got to take a listen to me. I, I just I love going for Paul Bunyan's axe. Screw Nebraska. They were a late coming to the Big Ten anyway. To hell with them. I want to keep Paul Bunyan's axe at the end of the season. So I, I know they've got a schedule for the next two years, but after that, you put it back at the end of the year and you don't move that damn thing for anything. Uh, Mike joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You call them. 844 pride Go to SchneiderJobs.com. They got something for you. You want a good team to work for. You want good people. Check out our friends at Schneider. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. That is SchneiderJobs.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.